Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. You're listening to episode number 98 of the podcast. Today it's our What's On Guide for the Week with me, Orla McNabola. There's a lot going on, folks, if I'm honest. I'm going to start off with one that I personally really am looking forward to myself here. The Cornmill Theatre in Carrigallen is the place to be for all your comedy needs on Friday and Saturday night. The mighty Acorn Players are taking to the stage with their production Loophole. And as Muhlman Porg McLaughlin is about to mention, it's going to be a top class production. Really, really looking forward to it. So I am. The dock in Carrick will be busy this Saturday morning at 11 in the morning. There's Nullig Malloy's 3D line and shadow drawing workshop. While at the same time, Tabby O'Callaghan and Kieran Quinn will be rocking out to babies and toddlers. The respective artists will fill you in on all that during this show. Saturday night then, along with the comedy entertainment in Carrigallen, is the musical entertainment in Manor Hamilton. Clear Lady Shirley Grimes takes to the stage for the first leg of her first ever Irish tour, so she shares her plans for the night with us also. Now two online sensations, Sinead Colbert and Sue Collins, you might know them as the Dirt Birds, they're in Carrick tomorrow week. Their show, it's called Self Help, it's their self help tour, they're bringing it to Carrick tomorrow week as I just said, it's in the dock, so Sinead talks to me ahead of their show and also about the release of their upcoming book. Now this Sunday, the flags and the jerseys will be all out in force in Pork Sean McDiarmada for the back-to-back county finals. Now we had a great evening discussing the probabilities and kind of guessing the final scores at our Up for the Match event last Tuesday. But in reality, it'll all come down to those 60 precious minutes on the field. So Brethany talks to me ahead of both of those games. Something I'm really looking forward to next week is the premiere of Dark Lies the Island. It's a film which is based on the novels of Kevin Barry and it was shot around Boyle and Lockheed so it'll be nice to see some kind of recognisable places throughout the film and also some recognisable faces because amongst the actors there's Tommy Tiernan, Pat Short and Charlie Murphy. So that'll be premiered next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. It's not a completely public event but I have a suspicion that if you take a look inside this week's Observer you can try and get your your hands on a pair of tickets somehow that'll be a great event well that's enough for me anyway without further ado i'll introduce you to our first guest on today's show loophole it's a play written by john mcmanus and the acorn players for muhal are the only troupe to perform this new production so porig mclaughlin he's a diehard acorn player and he also has a leading role in their production this weekend porig welcome along to the program Thanks very much, Orla. Porg, you're a part of the Acorn Players based in Mohol. Let me know a little bit about the Acorn Players. Yeah, the Acorn Players, we um, set it up in Mohol about seven or eight years ago. We started with a play, The Two Loves of Gabriel Foley, and we did it locally at first, but we were so successful that we wanted to bring it to a wider audience. So we decided, which was a risk at the time, to branch out. After doing all the local halls, which, uh, you know, a lot of drama groups do, we decided to branch out and go to theatres and we headed to Galway Town Hall Theatre with that play and it was a huge success. We did two nights and we had two sellout nights and we continued around the country. We went to all the big theatres, Greenon and Donegal, Enniskillen, Mullingar, Mill Theatre and Dundrum and we brought it to Luton. So we were so successful with that play that we wanted to make sure that we got something equally as good. We uh, were lucky enough to come across a playwright, John McManus, who writes a lot for Seamus O'Rourke, our own Seamus O'Rourke from Carrie Gallen. 
and he was after writing a brand new play, The Loophole. And because we were a group that brought uh, players around the country and that, he picked us to see would we be interested. And we went with it. And it is even a better success again, if I can say so, than our previous play. And the good thing about it, Orla, is it's a brand new play. So there's a lot of twists and turns. Not like going to the run of the mill, John B. Keane plays that we all know the you know what happens in the storyline but this is a brand new play and there's so many twists and turns and people are sitting on the edge of their seat and they don't know which way it's going to go until the very end and that's what audiences find very attractive about this play can you give us a little insight into what the play is about as you said it's called the loophole i'm a farmer a middle-aged farmer i could be even a bit more the middle-aged people could describe me but i'm a middle-aged farmer and i am dying and I decided to give the farm to my next door neighbour rather than my layabout have a brother called Rooster. But Rooster, all he's interested in is spending time in the pub and uh, lying about he never did a day's work on the farm. So to make sure that the farm doesn't go to him, I decided to give it to my neighbour. My brother then naturally is uh, not too happy about it. And then even when I'm giving the land to my neighbour, there's a problem tax-wise that we haven't thought about, you know, the duty there is, stamp duty there is on a farm. And there's a solicitor involved. Then there's a lady of the night, a Polish prostitute, but she mightn't like being called that, but that's not altogether straightforward. She's in it. And then we have an inspector. And as I said, uh, a solicitor, the cash is a very strong cash. Everywhere we go, we are getting standing ovations. And, you know, this, people are raving about it. And people have come back to see us three and four times, you know, because they're enjoying it so much. Brilliant. So that's on in Carrigallon at the weekend. It's a ticketed event? It's a ticketed event, but I'd say there'll be tickets on the door too. But um, I'd advise anybody in the area to come and see it for themselves. Because I'd say when we get into the Dublin circuit, we will have no problem. I'd say we could go even to the Olympia. I'd say it's so strong, it'll be every bit in it with the play that the Night Show Dolan's car broke down. It's a very strong play and anybody that sees it recommends that to us to try to get it into the Dublin circuit. We were in Dundrum with this play. It was booked out there earlier in the year, but unfortunately, James Grimes, who plays Rooster, his mother died on the day that we were supposed to perform it, so we had to cancel. So we're back in there in November, so it'll be no doubt sell out again just anybody that's listening or in the area because I did uh, an interview with Channel Side Radio and we did a night in Roscommon and a lot of people heard it and I sold it the way it is now and I just guarantee that this is a laugh I mean it's hilarious to laugh so much at the very end when we come out to stand up and give us a standing ovation they really enjoy it so anybody that would miss out on this would be missing out on a great show just to go over there and sit back in Carrie Gallon both Friday and Saturday night every which night suits they will come away with a real feel good factor are you from this part of the country? I'm, or are you from? I'm Carrick. Is there any hope that you could come and see us? I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to. I'm around. Well, if you come and see us next week, you can put it up there and say whether I was right or not and say, well, am I selling it as good as what it is? Because I guarantee you will really enjoy it. Do you know what? I'll head along, so I'm looking forward yeah. to it. The way it's described, it's a play on the edge. It's not the ordinary run-of-the-mill play, you know, where you sort of deal with different issues. There's a bit of language in it. I wasn't used to doing in other plays, but we're getting away with it, you know, to a certain extent. It just has everything. Guarantee, Orla, if you come, you'll be raving about it next week like everybody else that comes and sees us. Nick Shore will come up and have a chat with us after. We like to meet the audience after and see what they think about what we're doing, you know. Of course, of course. It's all a part of it. Pork, thanks so much for coming on. That's sound, Orla. Thanks. It was a pleasure. I hope as many people as possible can come along on the, the weekend. Pork McLaughlin from the Acorn Players. They're in the Corn Mill in Carrigallen this Friday and Saturday night. Tickets are 15 euro. You can get them on the cornmilltheatre.com.
And next up on our What's On guide. This Saturday, the 12th of October, there'll take place in the dock in Carrick and Shannon a workshop on 3D line and shadow drawing with none other than Roscommon artist Nulig Malloy. Nulig, a visual artist, is currently studying a Master's of Fine Art in Belfast. Nulig now joins me on the programme. Welcome along. Hi, Orla. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Thanks for being on this week's What's On guide. Nulig, tell me a little bit about your artistic background. Well, I kind of grew up going to exhibitions and being surrounded by artists. So I suppose it kind of instilled in me uh, a love and appreciation of art and the free reign of being creative. I uh, actually graduated from NCAD in 2012, specialising in sculpture. And since graduating from there, I've worked in a range of different mediums from sculptural installation to video installation and event-based kind of outcomes, kind of mostly working collaboratively. So in developing my um, artistic work, I decided to do a Master's of Fine Art in Ulster University in Belfast. I'm here at the moment. Let our listeners know, Nolik, what is involved in your workshop that's taking place this Saturday? The doc approached me about doing a workshop in response to the exhibition that's on there at the moment by Maud Cotter, which is entitled um, A Consequence of a Breather of Air. And in researching Maud Cotter's work, What I was really interested in was the kind of basis of drawing that she has within her work. This show was actually is touring around Ireland. It was before in the dock. It was in the Limerick City Gallery. And I think it's moving on to Dublin after being in uh, Carrick and Shannon. So, yeah, the basis of drawing is kind of heavy within her work. And in looking at the work that she has on display in the docks, it's very sculptural and installation based, which takes over a whole space sometimes incorporating it into the room itself. So in the exhibition as well, I think light is a really important factor within each piece. So I was interested in kind of capitalising on that um, idea and in turn a drawing as is important as a basis for making art as well as being important in its own right. So I was curious myself and also interested in exploring this idea of 3D line drawing. So a line drawing but it's kind of more sculptural and using light to then bring it back to a 2d a two-dimensional form so we will create a large scale kind of temporary sculptural piece that ultimately will be a 3d line drawing using mundane materials like Maud cotter uses such as cardboard or different types of mesh or plastic sheeting or materials that would be more everyday and we will create this large-scale 3D drawing and then use lights to then cast shadows and then draw those shadows that have been casted on the walls of the workshop room. It's kind of an exploration into drawing as something to lay a base for creating something else while also looking at the importance of drawing solely by itself. That sounds really fun, Nolik, and educational as well. Tell me, what kind of age group would you be targeting? Well, it is stated on the website that it's from 9 to 14-year-olds, but I would say it would be open to many different age groups. But for this particular workshop, it will be targeting 9 to 14 year olds. And where can people get tickets and more information? Um, you can book uh, a place um, on, the, on the workshop um, on the, from the DOC website or you could call um, the, the phone number of the DOC and um, inquire um, as to how to book a place. Um, and they could probably book it for you. Um, 
So Nulik, is it a ticketed event and also where can people get more information? Yes, it is ticketed. Um, it's €6 euro to book your ticket and, and you can get your ticket on the dock website or you can call the dock and um, book it from there. It's from 11 o'clock in the morning to 12.30, so it's an hour and a half. But it'll be great fun and it'll fly by. And at the end of the day, you'll be experiencing something interesting in terms of drawings. It should be good. No, look, thanks very much for joining me. I wish you all the best with it and all the best with finishing your Masters up in Belfast. Thanks a million. Thanks, Orla. And next up on our What's On Guide, Sligo musician Tabby Callaghan is in the dock this Saturday. He's putting on a show for young children, a series of short concerts specifically designed for parents, grandparents and carers to enjoy in the company of babies, toddlers and young children. Come along and experience the host of rock, nursery rhymes and kids songs as Tabby Callaghan wins you over with his groovy riff-tasticness. You know your smallie was born to rock. Tabby, welcome along to the programme. <laughs> I love that introduction. It makes it sound so kind of uh, just so just crazy. I expect fireworks and doves to be flying. <laughs> Tabby, what's going on in the dock this Saturday? Uh, very simple, basically. We're putting on, uh, we're going to be doing two shows on Saturday and it's just for, uh, for uh, kids and toddlers and that. And we're just going to be taking kind of young kids songs, uh, kind of nursery rhymes, things like that. Got the brilliant Kieran Quinn playing piano with me. And I'm going to be getting my acoustic guitar and we're just going to be kind of taking these nursery rhymes and make, making them really musical and um, just trying to get the kids to clap along, sing and have a bit of fun and hopefully kind of, you know, we're going to introduce them to kind of nice kind of contemporary feel to the songs as well. And the main thing is it's going to be about connecting with the kids and having some fun. Because, uh, you know, we all have an inner child. Even my own partner now tells me I'm, 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 a, I'm a bit of a baby most of the time with the way I go on. So I, uh, I enjoy having, uh, having fun with the kids and that. So it should be a bit of crack, you know. And Tavi, fill me in. What is your musical background? Well, my musical background is I'm a guitar player and singer. I've been kind of doing it most of my life. I've actually been playing guitar since I was about eight. And um, I've been lucky enough in my life. I've been on TV. To, I've got to do TV to millions of people. I've got to meet a lot of my idols and heroes and got to play in, kind of, I suppose, all the big venues in England, Wembley, Royal Albert Hall, O2 Arena. I've done them all, actually. You've been around the block. I've been around the block a few times, yeah. And I just, you know what, I'm lucky I get to do what I love. And, you know, a part of my job is great because I get to play with fantastic musicians. And it's great. It's it, it's a great thing, you know. It kind of keeps your mind kind of fresh and right and um, keeps you always kind of striving and moving forward. So, I mean, I'm lucky. I love what I do, you know. The show is going to be on Saturday at the dock at 11 is the first show and then one is the second. Uh, it's going to be about 40 to 45 minutes each of the shows. And it's just going to be a bit of fun. Come along bring your child along, sit down and enjoy a bit of music with them and get them clapping and we'll try and get them involved. And um, just going to be a, just a little bit old fashioned fun. And um, hopefully it'll be quirky and the kids will enjoy it too. That's the plan. A new concept to me, Tabby, but no doubt it'll be a great success. Thanks so much for telling me all about it. No hassle at all. A great to speak to you. You too. All the best. Thanks a million. Cheers. Coming up in the Glen Centre next Saturday night, the Irish-born and raised singer-songwriter Shirley Grimes, based in Switzerland, but home now to start the first leg of her first ever Irish tour this coming Saturday. Shirley's on the line with me now. Welcome along to the programme. Hi, Orla. Nice to be here. 
Shirley, you left Ireland almost 20 years ago. Is that right? I actually left in 1991, so it's 28 years ago now, yeah. And tell me a little bit about the musical career. Well, I left when I was 18, just about two years after I'd actually started playing music. And I travelled a little bit through Europe. And uh, before I left, I met a Swiss girl here who invited me to stay with her were I to pass through Bern, uh, the capital of Switzerland, which I did. And my first night there, I met up with two musicians. And within like six months, we had actually recorded our first album and yeah, and started touring. So that's kind of how everything began. There was no messing around there. There was no messing around there. Yeah, it just kind of wanted to work, to be honest, you know, and that was 28 years ago and I've been doing it ever since. Where are you from originally, Shirley? I'm from uh, Ballina, Killaloo, County Clare. Lovely, lovely spot of the country. Yeah, it's beautiful here, yeah. So your career, your musical career didn't really start till you were 18. How was it since then? Well, to tell you the truth, it's been kind of all go, you know, every three or four years I, I release a CD. Uh, my daughter is 18 now, and my son is 14, so about 19 years ago I decided I wasn't going to tour outside of Switzerland anymore until they were a little bit bigger. And I hadn't really played any gigs in Ireland before I left. I'd done a few sessions with a few uh, session musicians here before I went over. But as soon as I got to Switzerland, as, as I said before, I, I met two musicians and recorded two albums with them and took a little break things went mad in Switzerland fairly rapidly I don't know I just got I was very popular very quickly there so I had a very strong career after a very short period of time and it kind of all grew over my head so I left the music business for about four years and um, opened a a techno club would you believe if you don't mind (laughs) Uh, yeah if you don't mind yeah and I stayed there for about three or four years And then I was asked by a bass player if I would consider singing on an album with him. And I did. And it kind of got off to a great start there again. You know, it's as if the audience, they were still there. They were kind of ready for the next album. And then I got involved in touring with Van Morrison around Germany and Austria and with Bonnie Riot. So every few years I've released a CD and have been lucky enough to have the audience support me all that time. You're starting your first ever tour in Ireland. What does it mean to you to be able to bring your gift back home and be able to share your your music with everyone? Well, you know, initially it was a huge thing for me, you know, because I, I, you know, the Irish don't need me. There's so much talent here. You know, there's so many people that are just brimful with talent. So it never really occurred to me to come home and play because things were going so well on mainland Europe. And you're a bit of an exotic you know what I mean? There weren't, there weren't Charlie Grimes everywhere, all over the place. The term of the Irish. Exactly. So initially when I thought, OK, let's go back. I About 10 or 15 years ago, I did consider it, but I just knew how difficult it would be to kind of break the market here. At that age, like at mid-20s, uh, early 30s, you kind of have uh, your career still very much in mind. And I don't anymore. The idea of a career isn't that important to me anymore. It's more important if the gigs are good, if I'm amongst good people, if I'm enjoying myself, if I think it's the right thing to do. So that took priority at one point. And so about a year ago, I, I got the feeling now, now I can go home without the feeling that I have to break some kind of market, you know? Of course. That I can just go because I feel like going and I, I the right band to do it because the logistics of bringing musicians over here 
it's not easy. My latest CD that came out uh, at the end of last November, that was the first one I did without a drummer. So the logistics of the whole thing, thing suddenly became much, much easier. Places like the Glens, I have to say, you know, I mean, you, you get the same answer a lot of the time. You know, they say they love the stuff, they'd love to do it, but you're an unknown and the chances of you drawing a crowd are very slim. And that's very, very true. But it does beg the question, how do you get to know someone new? You know, mm-hmm. someone has to give you a chance. And so the Glens, Brendan from the Glens was one of the people who decided to give me a chance. And I'm just very, very grateful for that. The Glen Centre are fantastic. We actually ran an event there two nights ago and uh, it went down a treat and they were so accommodating and they really are a fantastic venue. I'm really looking forward to seeing them, yeah. I'm looking forward to meeting the people there. They've been very, very kind and very helpful. What kind of music have you in store then for Saturday night? Well, we're an acoustic trio. I play guitar and sing. And my husband, who is also a member of the band, plays bass and mandocello. And the third member in the band uh, also plays guitar and sings. So, I mean, you know where I'm from. You hear, I always say that on mainland Europe, you hear that I'm Irish, but I'm not play. I don't play Irish music. It's, it's singer-songwriting and it's, um, it's not party music. The lyrics, I would say, are they're very personal. They tell stories about my life, about things I've seen, mm-hmm. what I what I experience when I watch other people and, and, and how they kind of get on with life. So there's a there's quite a bit of storytelling involved in the songs. And it's uh, if you want to sit back, put your feet up and just come on a little journey. It's it's the right place to be. It's it's soft music, it's gentle music. But it's uh, it's not by any means boring. It's very creative. My bass player and mandocello player, he's actually a, a very established jazz musician. So there is a twist. There's a nice melodies, nice chords. I enjoy it very much. That can all be found this weekend, folks, in the Glens Centre this Saturday night at half seven. Tickets are 10 euro and it's sure to be a fantastic night. Shirley, thank you for taking the time to come on to our What's On Guide and we wish you the very best of luck with the first leg of your Irish tour. Thanks very much, Orla. Take care. And next up on this week's What's On Guide, Dirt Birds are a comedy duo comprised of Dundalk lady Sinead Culbert and Sue Collins from Dublin. They are both writers and performers. They are in the dock this Friday, the 18th of October. A rip-roaring two hours of comedy, gold, hilarious sketch comedy and stand-up awaits us in the dock. And they are here to tell me all about their self-help tour. Sinead, welcome along to the programme. Hello, how are you? Thanks for having us. No problem, Sinead. Thanks a million. How has the tour been going so far? Uh, it's fantastic now, I have to say. Um, we're just we're selling out in all the venues across the country, so it's fantastic. We're we're very very pleasantly surprised at the reaction. Yeah, and it's just it's just a show about all the stuff that stresses us out in modern day living, like parenting, making the school lunches, everything from uh, dodging the guards because of your NCT. Yes, dodging the guards because of your NCT. And it's a, it's a fantastic combination of stand-up and sketches. We look at, you know, competitive neighbours, all the issues that sort of affect women, you know, trying to lose weight, trying to um, keep everything juggling in the air, which is very often extremely next to impossible, let's be honest. So that's what it is, really. And it's kind of a combination of some of the sketches that we've done online, because a lot of them have gone viral. 
and we have gained a huge following on social media, which is fantastic. We also have a book out on October the 29th, and that's called Dirtbird's South House Guide. We've had great reactions and reviews to it so far, so we're looking forward to it getting out, and I think it's the sort of the fans can expect some of the same kind of humour. We're just kind of laughing at this insta-perfect life we're all supposed to be leading, you know, where we're supposed to have the patience of Mother Teresa and the arse of Jennifer Lopez. I love it. And the BMI of Elle McPherson. And um, yeah, it's not working out for us. It's not working out for any of us, really. And you mentioned that you have an online following. How long have you been around? We put up our first sketch in 2016 and there was just fantastic reaction to that. <clears throat> we were just laughing at juicy diets. That's what the first sketch was about. And then we put up a sketch about these two beauty bloggers and vloggers from Tundalk and RD and that really people really uh, laughed at that because at the time it was you know it was the beginning of the makeup tutorials on YouTube and basically these two characters having a clue what they're doing and they're making a bags of everything and I saw that one all right I enjoyed that one <laughs> yeah so that was the beginning of it and then we just started putting sketches up every week every two weeks and we've got over 30,000 followers now on um, <clears throat> Facebook and we've got quite a number of followers on Instagram. So it's brilliant. Our YouTube videos are getting watched a lot. So it's really fantastic. You're in the dock in Carrick and Shannon tomorrow week, the 18th of October. Is it a ticketed event? It's a ticketed event. Oh, we're completely sold out from the dock. But we're going to be, we're going to be in the Corn Mill on November the 8th. Sinead Culbert, one half of the Dirt Birds, best of luck with the rest of your self-help tour, especially your Leitrim dates and also with the release of your new book. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you very much. I'm now joined on our Watson Guide by Brefney and we've had a big week in Leitrim Daily with regards events, Brefney. Yeah, we've been busy. We were in Manor Hamilton on Tuesday night. Yeah, it, it was, was a good night. It was great. I had a really, really good time. Great crowd really engaged yeah some fantastic speakers you did very well it was great. no so we joe honeyman and aiden rooney speaking about their memories of 1994 and also a preview of the intermediate final as the first half of the show and that went out as a complete podcast yesterday so wednesday episode mm. 97 and for episode 100 which will be going out tomorrow we are doing a bonus episode so it's going to fit in over the next 24 hours but the episode on friday morning will be the senior final and also you had a little chat with Deirdre O'Hagan of Northwest Stop about the work that they do. It is, of course, Mental Health Week. So get out and about, check what's on in your local area. And if you can at all, support. And if you're going to make a donation, why not keep it local and make it to Northwest Stop? They are based in Leitrim and they do fantastic work all through the region. Roscommon, Leitrim, Cavan, Donegal, Sligo, Bits of Mayo as well. So uh, they do fantastic work. They get no state funding and it's so vitally important that we look out for ourselves, look out for each other and our own communities. And if you're going to make a donation on behalf of World Mental Health Week, there's plenty of fantastic charities out there. Support somebody, but if you're thinking about it and you're not quite sure who you're going to help, maybe cast an eye over what Northwest Stop are doing. But anyway, that's enough about that event. Uh, we're going to talk about the sport for the weekend. And there is 
pretty big event. I can't remember what's happening, but I think we had an event all about it <laughs> on Tuesday evening. Oh yeah, it's the county final. How could I forget? Yes, Glencarron Manor and Balnamore Shauna Heslands are the two teams in action on Sunday afternoon at 3pm in Avoncar Park, Sean McDermott. It is, of course, the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship final. It has been... A kind of a mixed bag this year in the championship. Some very one-sided games. I know Brian Whitney talked the other night about how his Drum Riley side had been beaten by 27 points against Ballinamore in one game. There's been very few tight games, but I have a feeling it's all going to come down to Sunday and there's going to be so little in this game from what I can make of what I've seen in the teams and I've seen a lot of both sides this year. And I think it's been a, the county final everybody wanted to see, except maybe if you're from Melvin Gales or Mull and beaten in the last round but no it's it's going to be a great game and i think the one that most people aren't expecting to be a great game which they're expecting a very one-sided game for leitrim gales when they face from kieran in the intermediate final i don't think it's going to be as one-sided as maybe some neutrals expect from kieran were beaten heavily by leitrim gales in the ground robin stages but they were missing a lot of players that day and i think it's going to come down to probably less than a goal in either direction my heart says Leitrim Gales, being from Leitrim Village, I'd be shot. I wouldn't be allowed home if I didn't say that. But I, I think Leitrim Gales will shade it, probably by a point or two. But it's going to be a lot tighter than people think, and it's really going to be worth people coming along to Avoncard Park, Sean McTiermida, on Sunday afternoon. The intermediate game throws in at 1pm, and the senior game is at 3. There's also a couple of other games going on. We better mention the girls. They're out in action from St. Joseph's. That's Carrie Allen and Ahavas. They play their Connacht Intermediate Final in Ballyhonis GA Club, not to be confused with the Centre of Excellence. They're on the same road out of town, the Knock Road out of Ballyhonis, but the GA Club is first. There's a lovely little stand on the left-hand side as you're heading out towards the Centre of Excellence. And that game is at 3pm on Saturday. St. Joseph's playing St. Nathies of Sligo in that particular encounter. We've had so many of the girls on this year. Michelle Heslin, Claire Owens, Vanessa Globally, Bruno O'Rourke have all been on the show over the, the period of the the last couple of weeks as they've been progressing through the rounds and it's great to see them in a kind of final and I really wish them the very best look against what's going to be a really strong Sligo side there in St. Nathie's. In terms of soccer, Sligo Rovers not in action this weekend. They played early because of, of other commitments that Waterford had. So they travelled to Waterford on Tuesday night, were beaten 2-0, did save a penalty. A lot of young lads playing, including Niall Moran, another fine performance from our own county man. Uh, so that's two games in a bounce where he's played 90 minutes in centre midfield, which is a big ask for him and a big plus for him in three days to turn that around. They aren't in action this weekend, but Longford have a massive game. They host Cabin Teeley in the second leg of the playoffs they're hoping to get promoted so it's nil nil from the first leg Longford and Cabantilli both probably should have scored the first game was cancelled out but they face each other on Friday night not the usual Saturday night for Longford it's Friday night kickoff 7.45 in City Calling Stadium all Longford need to do is win the game and they are into the next round of the playoffs where Drogheda await that's a two-leg game as well and the winner of that will play Finn Harps for the right to be in the Premier Division next year. Longford have had a rough time losing their manager a couple of weeks ago. Neil Fenn left, went to Cork. So it's going to be interesting to see if they have what it takes. It's a long road through those that process. They're on the second of what could be six games. But I have a sneaky suspicion Longford might just have enough in the tank to beat Cavantili tomorrow night. And then that sets up a kind of a winner-take-all clash with Drogheda where they get a chance to have a go at Finn Harps in the last two games. In terms of rugby, there is one game of interest in the All-Ireland League, Sligo Rugby host Belfast on Saturday at 2.30 in Hamilton Park in Strand Hill. 
and Sligo will be hurting a little bit from their defeat last week to Galwegians and they're looking to get up and running with a home win in their second game of that particular competition. One final GA game I better mention, or I'll be absolutely shot by the people from Balneglera and Drumreilly. The Division 2 League Final takes place on Saturday afternoon at 4pm. Balneglera and Drumreilly in action in that particular game. And that's pretty much it from the games that people are going to be going to over the weekend. Thanks, Parfney. So there you have our What's On Guide for the week. If you want to bust your gut laughing, the Cornmill Theatre in Carrigallen is the place to be on Friday and Saturday night. The mighty Acorn players will not be letting you down, that's for sure. The dock, as we heard, will be busy this Saturday. At 11 in the morning, there's Nullig's 3D line and shadow drawing workshop. While at the same time, Tabby and Kieran will be rocking out for babies and toddlers. That show will be repeated again in the afternoon at 1 o'clock. So there is a chance to make both the workshop and the concert. Saturday night, along with the comedy entertainment in Carrigallen, is the music in Manor Hamilton. So Shirley takes to the stage for her first ever Irish tour. It's sure to be a night of beautiful music from her three-piece band. The Dirt Birds, don't forget, they're in Carrick tomorrow week. Their show Self Help will be in the dock and their book is out this day fortnight. It's called The Dirt Birds Self Help Guide. So make sure to get your hands on a copy of that. Now, there'd be a mix of green and purple, maroon and white, green and gold and blue and amber in the crowds of Pork Sean this Sunday. At 1pm, Drum Kieran take Leitrim Gales in the Smith Monumentals Leitrim Intermediate Football Championship final. And shortly afterwards, Balnamore Sean O'Heslins will battle it out with Glencairn Manor in the final of the Connacht Gold Leitrim Senior Football Championship at 3 o'clock. On behalf of myself and Brefni, wishing you all a great action-packed weekend. Good evening, Gossel Lechelis, Slán agus bánacht.